That's not our theme. Nope, it's not. I probably shouldn't even sing that. Yeah, you probably... You could just... Maybe uh, I'll just take the podcast from here for the rest of the episode. What? No! No! It's not the Eddie podcast. <laughs> just slam the table. And down. Eddie. All right, we're rolling. Oh, I thought we had already started. Oh, okay. Well, I was saying a copyright song. Are we fucked? Um, I think it was spaced out enough. Okay. I'll space them out. Bum. And then five minutes from now. All right. I'm going to do the whole jump on it <laughs> song, but I got to remember, it's got to be really spaced right. out. Right now we got business, 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 business. I forgot. To, I'm pulling up the email now. Okay. Okay. Important update, because last week we gave you a lot of info about Playlist Live, because we're going to be in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, and that information has changed completely. So everything we said last week is wrong right now. Bum. So <laughs> That was the second note I just had to get out real quick. Got it. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, so now we were, I believe, Saturday. So the panel is still the Comedy Power Half Hour with Gus Johnson, Nagy Jakey, and myself, Eddie Burback. If you didn't know, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm pretty good at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and it's So it's Sunday, March 1st, 11.20 a.m. to 11.50 a.m. at Playlist Live. Then we also both got added to panels. Um, So after that, uh, at 12.25, I will be on the podcasting panel without Gus. What the fuck? (laughs) I guess I'm just better at podcasts? I don't know. Well, I'm sure you have an expertise. What what panel did you get added to? Bum. I got added to burnout. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, okay, Eddie, you do... Comedy and podcast. Gus, you do comedy and you're pretty fucking burnt out by the looks of you. <laughs> hey guys, Gus Mental Health Johnson here. You know I talk about it every video. Let's freaking jump in. I it. mean, there's a possibility that maybe somebody at Playlist listens to the podcast and you're very clear tour burnout. Maybe that's part of it. It could be. Or they just, your general vibe or the, they looked at you once and went, that guy's burnt out. <laughs> oh, bum. Right, Do you know go. when that is? I have no fucking clue when that is. You have an email. You should tell everybody. This is the time. <laughs> I don't know when that one is. If <laughs> look you, you want to go to it, <laughs> god damn it. Just look it up. Just give them the information. Tony, I hope that my thing isn't on screen here. Just twist it in a way that it wouldn't be for sure. Well, look, you guys. Okay, you didn't have to go that much for Okay, it. Friday, February 28th, Insight Panel. Wait. Am I on another panel now? Wait, are you on podcasting? Because that's insane. Okay, panel. no, it's just called... It's a different thing. Okay, it is. Okay. okay. It's called Keeping It Fresh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Bum. I, I feel like this bit's run its course. Bum. So just finish it. Bum. Kimosabe. Jump on it, jump on it, Thank you. On. Okay. okay, that was it. I was just trying to keep the key in my head, and it was really throwing me <laughs> off. Um... Moderator, moderator, Michael Buckley. You don't have to name everyone. Actually, you could name everyone. It's it's me, Brandon Rogers, and oh, Pat Graziosi. Okay. Oh, cool. So we know the I people. Just t- I've responded to a tweet from him. Pat's cool. Uh, Brandon's really nice too. I haven't. I just met him very briefly at the streamies, but it's good stuff. And it says burnout is the buzzword we've all heard over the last few years, but that's because it's the real deal. Part of being successful with creating content for an extended period of time is keeping things fresh when it comes to what you're working on. This could be changes in your video, your day to day process, your yeah. 
working your profession. This panel is all about keeping it interesting. Hell yeah. You want to hear my podcast one? Yeah. 50% of millennials listen to podcasts regularly with the number of podcast listeners in the U.S. projected to grow to 112 million by 2021. The world has been overtaken by water. <laughs> I was just going to make a water world joke. Damn I it. wasn't trying to do that. It started sounding like it. So it's called Water World. <laughs> uh, even so, podcast is, uh, podcasting is still a niche content medium. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Either way. Okay. So what time is yours? By the way, I was going to say, podcasting is just a myth. Anyway, uh, <laughs> mine is at 4 o'clock to 4.45 on February 28th. Wait, on Saturday? Wait, is that Friday? Friday. Okay. So Wait, are we doing shit on Friday? No. Well, we were maybe going to, but Saturday's free now, too. So okay. we'll probably just push it to Saturday. Well, now. I got that Saturday. We got our community panel on Saturday um, with Jakey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, cool. oh, no, that's on Sunday. Oh, oh, you oh it the got, old ch- yeah, got changed. Yeah, I got changed. Okay, gotcha. This Does is it say one. Saturday on that? Yeah. Check the new one because your, your new one or the other one might be changed, too. Damn it. All right, and I'm going to look here, too. Read the old info. Fucking hell, you guys. Sorry about this <laughs> shit-ass business. Listen, guys. It's a tough world out there. Playlist live. Okay, this is from six days ago. Okay, so I don't have a newer one. That's the latest playlist email I have. Okay, so we'll try and update you further on where Gus is going to be. I know for sure on Sunday, yes. that's when our new panel is. Okay, and just follow both of our Twitters if you're at Playlist. Turn on them notifs, and I, I promise I'll let you know, because shit changes really quick. Yeah, so. and again, we said we'll figure out a way. Everybody that comes to our panel for it, because it's just us, so if you guys don't come out, then it's just us in a room, I yeah. guess. Um, we will meet and talk to all of you. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And if for some freak reason we don't, it's because they told us to not to do that. Yeah, so. and then you can sue Playlist Live. Probably for the best, honestly. Okay, um, Wait, do so, you have any more? I don't know. If, I mean, I'm doing that down there. Do you want to crash each other's panels? Uh, well, there's other people on those panels. I yeah. feel like it's a little narcissistic. Why would they split us up? I want to be I on the know. podcast one. I don't know. Well, Jakey's not on an, an extra one with either of us. <laughs> what? <are you>? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry I have the lamer panel to be like, you come on my burnout well, panel. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, like podcasting, what, you guys listen to this podcast, but would anybody ask me, like, how do you interview people? I don't really. We just hang out. Yeah. I don't have any podcast advice. This is all we do. That's it. We go out of our way to not interview people. We just hang out. We have a shitty set. We bang this fucking table all the time. We are trying our best, though. Yeah. <laughs> they ask something about like audio equipment. I'm like, I'll fill this one. So you want to bang the table the least amount you possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, I don't know. Oh, I guess I got one more little thing of business. Guys, unfortunately, I'm really sorry. I can't go to VidCon this year. Mm-mm. I have a I have a prior conflict. I go to a, a, an activity every summer, uh, and and I just I can't do it this year. So I hope you haven't gotten any tickets just because of me yet. Uh, Eddie, Jakey, I believe Sven, uh, maybe Sabrina, like all the Danny boys, Drew. D- Danny, Drew, Jakey, everybody's gonna probably still be there. I won't be there. If you we want, will without you, uh, just do me a favor. <laughs> don't take pictures with any of my friends when you're there. It well, would make me feel left out. So hold on, what's up? Can I take pictures with our friends over there? Let me let me run it through the system. Don't take pictures with any of my friends. It doesn't work. Fuck. Wait. So can I not even take a picture with myself? Don't take pictures with any of my friends. Dude, it doesn't. The <gasps> equation doesn't work. How long? Just at VidCon or like forever? Let me do it again. Don't take pictures with any of my friends. It doesn't say. I think it's in perpetuity, dude. Can you ask it? <laughs> Don't take pictures. With- <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. This whole podcast is stupid. So I'm not going to be at VidCon. I'm sorry. Um, 
I can't think of any other businessy stuff. Uh, Eddie's got a new video. I got a new video. Jakey's got a new video. Sven's probably got a new video. Everyone's got new videos. Everyone's everyone's got new shit. I will right, we'll end business, 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 business. I gotta inform everybody. Okay. Um, I haven't slept uh, at all, and it's my it's day two. <laughs> um, I edited my video, and so many things went wrong late at night in the upload process. That I just didn't sleep. And when the sun goes up, this brain ain't going anywhere. Mm-mm. I can't sleep till the next day. I wish I could nap. I can't fucking do it. I've tried so hard all the time, and it's just inescapable. Usually every – I feel like you're probably used to it. Every time I upload a video, the next day is just like, I have no sleep. We're really busy for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm Whatever. I feel pretty good today, though. I don't know what's up. That's good. I wish I've, I think I've kind of lost the ability to nap. I, I never had it as a kid. In fact, the rare occasions in even middle school and high school when I did take a nap, I, I was so mad at myself, you mm-hmm. know, like, because it feels like a waste of a day. Yeah. And especially when you're in high school and shit, excuse me, you really only get like weekends to nap and it's like well i'm not napping on a goddamn weekend this is my only time i get to live my life Mm -hmm. but what i I started doing in high school though was i had a study hall and i figured out i could just go into the auditorium and like tuck away behind like the curtains and i would just go like bring a couple jackets in and just sleep on the floor for like you set like an alarm with your headphones that would wake you up yeah yes i got caught one time by the janitor though (laughs) (laughs) he's like what are you doing in here i don't know if i mentioned oh fuck they got a bingo i don't know if i actually don't know if I've mentioned this before, but with our school, I don't know. Everyone was just so fucking tired all the time. We'd get to school. I don't know. Would would you like get to school off your bus and your first class would start immediately or would you have buffer time in, in between? I mean, at the most, it was... 10 minutes. It was like a half hour for us. Really? There's just so many different buses coming from different areas that it just, you'd get there and if your bus was early timed, you just have a bunch of time to waste. Mm-hmm. You'd walk through the hallways, just kids sitting against lockers because we couldn't go in the library. We couldn't go in the cafeteria. Um, and what? so just until first period started, it was fucking stupid. So there'd just be kids sitting on the ground sleeping. Okay. All over, all yeah, over the high school. That's weird. I know. It was fucking weird. I can never do it. Again, it's like you've spoken about this a lot before, and I agree. It's like I, I, I really fully believe within like 10 to 20 years, most schools nationwide are going to be bumping their start times back. There needs to be a full rework of what we're doing to high school kids' brains. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there was damage to the sleep that I had then. And also now, as speaking as somebody who has not slept in a day, yeah. I, I, that does lasting damage. Those are some of the most formative years of your brain and development cycles. And it's like, I know most days I would wake up at like five something AM. And sometimes during the week I would have morning practices for basketball or cross country. We talked about this. There's nothing worse than being like on the car ride to a morning practice and it's cold outside. Yeah. I, oh, Jesus Like, what Christ. the fuck? Especially when it's like I had to drive myself. Like, I remember the most probably consistently miserable stretch of high school is when I had my first truck and it was a Ford F-150, a 1985 mm. five-speed. So it was a fucking manual truck and I'd have to go out every morning at like 5 or 6 a.m. and scrape the ice off of it, drive to school. And mind you, this is when I'm insecure little don't-be-stinky-boy Gus. So I would have showered at home and then I would go and try to 
do the least amount of work possible at morning <laughs> practice so I didn't get as sweaty. Yeah. And then go in because like I didn't want to shower at the school, and then I yeah, go like I had to do that. Paper towel off and try to like get dry, and then like I would have a choir before school still, so I'd have like vocal jazz or whatever the fuck, and then I'd go do school, and then school would get it out, and I'd have another two hour basketball practice, sometimes three and a half hours, and then I would go to play practice, and I'd get home at like ten thirty at night. Jesus. How it sucks. did as a kid fucking grow during that time? I don't know, dude. And that's <laughs> I remember specifically uh going to morning practice while it was getting cold out and it would be five AM. You know uh my buddy Eric. Yeah. Eric would drive me to school and um just fucking uh he, 101.1, if I'm remembering correctly, in yeah. Chicago is like the indie rock, like alt rock channel. And Riptide was on the radio at the time. Mm-hmm. And I heard it so many times at 5 a.m. that I had to ask Eric, like, we can't listen to this channel anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I cannot hear Riptide another time. Yeah. No, and I know what you guys are thinking of doing. Please, for the love of God, keep <laughs> Riptide away from me. It's like, I feel like that, when when we were in high school and even going into college, like, those top 40 things are things where I'm like, I'm never going to enjoy listening to these. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, middle school, maybe there's some where I'll listen to, cause they're, but high school, the top songs in high school, I fucking hate. And it's like, we, we almost exclusively heard them, like, in car rides and shit, or at, like, food service stuff on the radio. Yeah, yeah. You know? Where it's like it's like uh Riptide or like Bastille, you know, Pompeii. And- Dude, I Ooh. you play Bastille around me, I'll fucking blow my brains out. If I hear a little fun, maybe some pink featured on there, Dude, I'm out. There's um there uh, one time I don't talk about my sister much just cuz I don't want to dox dox this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but um one time I remember I forget what fucking fun song is it. It's not it's not there it's not We Are Young or whatever the fucking name is. Is it the one with Pink? It's like no uh, maybe it's like the fucking Civil War one kind of. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't but there was one time where my and I still will be I'm angry at my sister about this. Yeah. She would while getting ready repeat one line of that song. Just she'd sing that line and then leave it. And then a minute later, sing the same line, leave it. Oh. Then again, do it to where I was like, stop fucking doing it. She's yeah. like, it's stuck in my head. I can't listen to that song anymore. Get it out. Thanks, dumbass. Hey, come on, guy. That's okay. I forgive you, dude. I, seriously, though, it's like top 40 country and pop from like 2011 to like 2015 and a half. I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah, it's dude. been ruined. I, <sighs> you know what's one thing that I noticed, though, is is some of that stuff like as if you grew up where I came from, you're listening to like Cool 108, Jack FM, like just kind of classic Rocky stuff or or some of those top 40 things. And I was used to hearing them almost exclusively on like the shitty plastic radio or like over the little speakers in the restaurants and mm. stuff. And even recently, I've gone back and listened to kind of some of the stuff and been like, oh, I mean, I still don't like this, but like this is a fully realized song. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. listening to it on like headphones privately, not like making pizzas and stuff like, okay, this is a song. Yeah. You know? What happened with the top 40 stuff when we were in high school it was all like yeah fucking mumford and sons and like imagine dragons and shit like what was going on it really does again and this makes us just seem like that r slash gatekeeping like wow i can't believe i got cardi b and my parents got like queen and shit but it really does seem like that top 40 shit was some of the most watered down stuff ever that's the thing i think there there's the trend of like and i think both of us can love pop music we're not the people who are like oh it's popular i don't like it like there's a lot of pop songs that i really like but it seemed like 
the trend was when we were in middle school, it started to get like super, super poppy mm-hmm. of like T-Pain and not all of Lil Wayne songs, but like Kesha and that shit. But there was still kind of a charm to it. Mm-hmm. And then it like when we were in high school, it thought it was cooler, but it was still washed out. Yeah. And now pop's kind of cool again. But it's like, we got fucking robbed, dude. Yeah, and I'm wondering, is it like, is it just because we were in it at the time and we're so overexposed to it? I don't know. I don't know, because I just, that's one thing. It's not even the gatekeeping of like, we had it good. It's like, I'm jealous of Gen Z kids. They mm-hmm. have better pop music than us. I do agree with that. They and, got like fucking Igor and shit. And I think it's like, now it seems like a top 40 stuff is clearly a lot of like traditional music industry shit, but it uh, seems like there's a bigger swath of people that can be like doing really well and stuff. Yeah. You know, like I don't think like Spotify. a, like a Lil Nas X 10 years ago could have like yeah. come out of the gates screaming like that, you know? And I want to stress, I'm sure everybody listening to this is now thinking of their favorite album from that time. Of course, good music was coming out. I'm yeah. just talking about what's playing on the radio at the time. Yeah. The big boy ones. Yeah. But. It's not like I swear somebody in the comments can be like, so you're saying to pimp a butterfly was bad music? And it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't playing at Target all the time. Exactly. Was it King Kunta wasn't like bumping at a Macy's. Yeah. You know, you know what? Uh, I, I feel like now, especially because I almost never listen to the radio, really. Like I'll get in an Uber sometimes and they'll be like the top 40 station and I won't know a lot of the songs anymore. There's a lot of them. I know names that I don't know their songs. Uh-huh. So I know who Halsey is. I don't know if I could name a Halsey song. I know what yeah. her voice sounds like. But And I know if you played one, I would know probably that it's her, but I can't name one. Yeah. Then there's like... I know there's somebody called like Charlie XCX. Oh yeah, and I don't know anything from her. Is there? It's like Dua Lipa is another Dua, one. Of them. Dua Lipa's one. Sorry, I, I, I don't know any songs yeah. from any of these people. But no, correct me if I'm saying the name wrong. But yeah. like these are ones where it's like, I I just have never. You know what I mean? It, like, it's so weird and. It, it transcends platform. Because, again, too, we've said, like, sometimes I'll be on YouTube and I'll be like, who's this person? Oh, they have 10 million subscribers. Never fucking heard of them. Yeah. I'll be on Spotify all the time. Like, today, fucking rest in peace. It's awful. Pop Smoke died at the day of recording this. And I looked and I was like, this guy's over 6 million monthly listeners. I've never heard of this dude. Isn't that kind of beautiful, though, that so many people can be successful doing art stuff yeah. and you just, like, don't have to be full mainstream for it? Exactly. It's real cool. Like, even you, like, flip around for a couple artists on Spotify and shit, and it's like, some of, a lot of who I'm listening to right now on Spotify is kind of, like, just kind of trap, sad boy, like, little in, e- emo indie hybrid shit like that, mm-hmm. and, and I'm popping around, and a couple of these guys, you know, have, like, 150,000 monthly listeners, 250, 300 and stuff, and it's like, this is somebody that is a full-time, regular working musician. Yeah. And What's these, Jake yet, by the way? Jakey's, I think he's like two, he's definitely 200,000. It might be, yeah. Maybe, I think it's more. Go bump some Jakey on Spotify. Ooh-wee, Jakey makes some good music. J-A-K-E-Y. I'm doing, oh, it doesn't display on this, does it? What? What? Jakey has zero listeners confirmed? Okay, strange. Hmm. Also, yeah, what's... Doesn't sound right. Why does this desktop view not show me how many monthly listeners he has? I don't has? know. Should I check on the phone? Yeah, do it on the phone. Like I'm gonna do it on the thing. phone. Let's probably do it on the phone. Um, what am I gonna fucking say about podcasting on a panel? <laughs> what do I? What do I? Cause here's, I don't have any insight. The, I don't know. The thing is, too, I don't have a ton of panel experience, but from Sorry, what, what's up? Three hundred and sixty-five thousand. Hey, look at that. Moby Dick is at eight point seven million streams. Saint Like is five point three. Not Dead Yet is three point two. Dude, and all of his top five songs have over two million listens. That's fucking rad, dude. 
Yeah, bump the boy Jakey. Also, just oh, were you gonna say something? No, I was just I, just, I it was actually kind of awkward. I looked directly at the camera and thought, I don't, I'm not saying anything. I'm just listening <laughs> to you. So, um, I guys, I got some cool projects coming up in this new year, and I'm gonna be doing like some more like music related projects, and I don't want to like reveal too much. Uh, but it, since it's already been kind of public, like I'm gonna do some shit with like Lil Aaron. I discovered his music, uh, I think like half a year to a year ago, and I'm really fucking vibing on it. So Aaron and I are gonna bang out some cool shit, and we're gonna have some real fun features on it. Um, I'm really excited about it, and I can't really talk about it more, but uh, we've already kind of publicly tweeted about it. We got some cool shit coming up. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, what was I going to say? Fuck, it was about like Jakey and shit. I don't remember. Jakey's shit is good, though. Please go listen to it. Well, no, oh, no. You were saying, fuck. People are going to be, I would be annoyed if, because it was when I told you the monthly listeners, you yes. were getting onto something else. Oh, yeah, where it's like those people are like full-time working musicians. Like they have a full platform. They're touring regularly. Like it's incredible that people can just make an audience and, and stuff for like anything. There's, yeah. It's the best time so far to be a creator. And you this know? is where also I can't tweet this cause people are going to think it's a subtweet, but it's just an opinion in general. We've talked about this. There are so many people with a following online or like acting and entertainment where it's like when you meet any YouTube or internet person, like Instagram influencer who thinks they're hot shit, it's like, there's like 200,000 people with more of a following than you. Yeah. Like even like my social blade ranking, I think like in uh, subscriber rank, I think I'm like 37,000. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. There's a million gaming channels, but it's like, how could I ever like walk in somewhere and be like, yeah, I'm hot shit. Yeah. 37,000 people at my job are better at it than me. And that's on one platform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's, it's bizarre to me how anyone could, have, and YouTube people usually don't at all. Yeah. Instagram people do. <laughs> yeah. You just get the vibe at VidCon. You know what I mean? Where uh-huh. like you see the Instagram people walking by and you're like, you think we're like, like respecting you guys, you know what I mean? I'm talking about the real shitty yeah. influencer people, not like people who do cool Instagram shit. It's weird seeing TikTokers walk around at those conventions too because they're always filming TikToks and yeah. stuff. And if, you, if you've ever come across someone filming a TikTok, you can't make it look good no matter yeah. what the content is. Like I've seen a lot of really funny stuff on TikTok, but like just in the wild, it's like, it always looks dumb when you're filming a TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You can't avoid it, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember what I was going to say. What? You said, what am I going to talk about on this podcast panel? Oh, yeah. I have limited experience with panel stuff. I did a VidCon panel last year. Um, it Sometimes they can be a little strange, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just the answering format. So I hope people have some really good, like, Yeah, well, we questions. both done panels before together, too. At VidCon? Bufferfest. Oh, Bufferfest. Yeah. Totally forgot about that, because we're all sitting on stage. Yeah. A panel's usually behind a table, so that's where I categorize <laughs> So that's it. that's where I can give you some information. You're going to be behind a table. <laughs> Should we? I don't know if this is worth mentioning, but I think it's probably fine. Should we talk about that person doing us dirty at the last Bufferfest panelist? Uh, I don't know. The what? other, uh, one of the women on stage? Oh, that kind of sucked. That, um, I mean, they won't know who it is, but it was like... Yeah, yeah. I just want to say it has nothing to do with Buffer. I, we love Buffer Fest and everything yes. like that. I just, I know you know that, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't even remember the details. You go ahead. Okay, so yeah, again, we've been going to Buffer for a few years. It's fucking rad. It's one of our favorite times of year. The the staff is wonderful. The other creators are wonderful. It's so cool to meet people. We've met such great people there. This last time we were at like was it the comedy screening? Yeah, it was the comedy screening. Yeah, so we were at the fucking comedy screening, and afterwards, like we're we're in a theater full of people. We were at the TIFF Lightbox theater in toronto and everybody's up on stage there and it was like 
all the creators were up on like these director chairs and I was kind of sitting, it was like me and Eddie were right next to each other. Uh, we were right by like Tomska and then Julie Nolk was there like right next to yeah, us. Yeah, we had Chris and Jack and then also Jack Howard. Yeah. De- Dean had the flu, he couldn't yeah, come out. Exactly. And it's like the format of the Q&A started where a couple people got in line from the audience and they started asking us questions. And again, when I, like when we're on the panel, I never want to be the guy that just fucking jumps in. Exactly. I got to say something real quick, too. Yes. In, in, the, in the past as well, what I love is panels are kind of awkward, and especially kind of with Buffer Fest, it's like you don't want to be, like you're saying, the guy who takes it. The nice thing that I always love, Jack Howard helps moderate it. Yes. He'll always, like, he'll answer questions people are asking him. He'll throw questions to everybody else. It's kind of perfect. Jack is great at it. I love Jack. Yeah. But um, the thing is, we also... And this is a good thing for all of us, you guys listening, all our Toronto boys out there mm-hmm. kind of flooded the comedy screening. Yeah. And I, we're there for other creators too, but like there were a surprising amount of boys there mm-hmm. in merch, like hanging out. It was my favorite like uh, meetup thing we've ever done. And again, to clarify, there were. Like, the boys, it was seemed like an almost 50-50 men and women split there for us, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's, it's important for the context it's, of this story. It really is. Yeah, but so, and I would say 80% of the audience seemed to be our podcast listeners and YouTube yes. audience. Yes. Go ahead. So, we're doing, we're fielding audience Q&As, and it's, this is everybody up on stage. And the first few questions, like, come down the pipe, and again, it's like... We were not initiating answering. It really was like someone would ask, and it's it's just a strange format where you're looking on stage, it's like, who's going to field this but one? But they would say like, hey, Gus and Eddie, where do you get your video ideas? Yeah, that was the first question was like someone asked directly us, Yeah. so we answered, and then there was a couple general ones, and it's like nobody was answering, so then Julie was fielding some of the yeah. questions. I fielded like one or two, and then we were. Uh, yeah, I did a couple, and then yeah. we were. Uh, but again, it's like we were not just jumping right in. We were like waiting, waiting, waiting. Nobody's saying anything, and it's like halfway through the fucking Q and A, and somebody asks a question, and then uh, another creator on stage. I don't know her. I don't know yeah, who it was. It's not like you guys won't find who it is. Like not yeah. not in that way. But I'm saying like it's not somebody that's in our circles that you're like who was it? You know? Yeah, and then just just. This other person, she gets on mic and and says something along the lines of like, I'm sorry, can we maybe hear from one of the women up here? For once? Yeah, for once. Silence. What the fuck? Why would you say that? She didn't say a single fucking thing. That whole thing. It's like, you talk. There was a bunch of dead air the whole time where we were begging for people to answer questions. We would actually look down in their direction is in like you guys want to feel this one yeah and then like 20 seconds would go by and then julie would be like okay i got this yeah and then it's just like so not only was it a huge misstep yes but it was also super insulting to julie because it's like oh but that woman it's it's not a woman who was answering the whole time yeah it's like what are you doing and, man? and it's like how you can't help but cast all the guys now on the fucking defensive. And we had the rest of the panel to do, where now we'd feel weird about even talking the whole time. Yeah, and it's like, where the fuck do you think you get off here? Like, you answer. You haven't answered anything. We are allies to women. I love women! (laughs) We would never do that. And it's just like, don't... This was such a miscalculated move. Don't fucking do that. Especially that it was met with, like, full silence, too. Yeah. Where it was just kind of that, like, why... I think... This is where I'm kind of an asshole in these scenarios is like, I, I'm pretty sure not on mic to you. I kind of went like, wasn't Julie talking? Yeah. But that's 
part of me being in those moments sometimes I can't help that. And that's like I probably shouldn't have said that. I I wanted to say something. Where like I'm it's a I would have said probably worse than that is yeah, the thing. Yeah. Where it's like I because I wanted to be sure you know, <laughs> I I my heart was like, "Well, okay, fuck you." Like yeah. way to paint us all as the villain. You you haven't said jack shit. That's the thing. It's like I would love for you to talk. You came with a piece of content and people want to know about it. Yeah. I, so you can talk, you know, and every question is asked how no one's saying anything. That's your and anybody else's chance to jump in here. Like I can't describe I can't stress enough like how much we weren't answering initially if the question wasn't directly ad- asked to us. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Anyways, thanks for coming out, guys. I, I hope I can find that video somewhere because I hope that I'm not speaking out my ass. But that really was like that was the vibe of what happened. Yeah, here. that's. Um, I'm sure like maybe small details are different, but uh, I. That's for the, the core most thing. Part, I remember that. Yeah, completely. that's the core thing. And it's like all the boy, like Tony, Eddie, and uh, or Tony and Sven were up in the audience and stuff. So it's like we know. Yeah, we know. Our heart's in the right place. Yeah. Damn it, we're trying to be inclusive. Fuck. We are allies. We're allies. <laughs> Uh, how about some flipping preguntas here? Let's eh? do it. Oh, I had a couple. All right, Eddie, why don't you kick us off with a pregunta? Again, that is uh, s- Spanish for question for our English listeners. Very small demographic here. Follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback and at Gus Buckets, and we'll answer your questions. You know what's interesting? I was looking at audio boom stats for our audio listeners. Yep. Dallas is by far our number one city. Really? 8% of our audience is in Dallas. <laughs> what? Then there's a 2% unknown, and then Chicago, baby. Wait, it's that much of a difference? Yeah. Like, it's, it's 8%, 2% unknown, 2.1 uh, Chicago, and then 1.8 New York is the next one. Let's give some finger guns to our Dallas boys. Pew, pew, pew. Don't mess with us. Pew. That's what they say. We ain't dialing 911. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one I'll need to send to Tony with the photo as well. Okay. So it's this is from Colin one twenty uh, underscore Cal, um, Gus and Eddie asking this one again, boys. My mom consistently leaves her dirty knives out on the edge of the sink after using them, saying she'll use them later and doesn't want to clean them twice. But I've never in twenty years seen her reuse it. She's crazy, right? Look at these photos. Oh, that gives me oh. an ulcer. It's so, guys, I mean, you can see on screen. I'm looking at fucking peanut butter. You, one, you never lay a knife dirty face down on any surface other than a napkin or a plate. Yes. Not even your own food. And peanut butter especially, man. Yeah, it's like what? paste. That's paste. Show this to your mom. Hey, you're probably doing a great job, but this one a little bit, what are you doing? That's all I got. I didn't want to be really mean to her. I didn't want to interrupt. This was your family time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't to my mom. It's whoever's mom needs to hear it. <laughs> but yes, um, your mom is crazy. Call her, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I had a, another one, too. You should also look for him as well. Cause, okay. So it's another mom dispute. This is from... Uh, Babam will. I'm just looking at that right now. <laughs> so he said, Gus and Eddie, I've got a dispute. I think you can help settle. This happened a while back, but I want to know what you think. My mom left a Tupperware container in the oven without telling anyone or leaving a note, note on the stove. I go to preheat the oven and it melts through. Um, where's the second one? Um, oh, melts through one of the oven racks, making it unusable. I argue that if you leave something in the oven, you should leave a note. My mother, however, claims that you should always look in the oven before turning it on, and I shouldn't assume it's empty like 99% of the time. Thoughts? You sh- I- Your mom needs to leave some kind yeah. of note or warning. 
I've never looked in an oven before I'm preheating it because nobody leaves anything in ovens that I use. Well, here's the thing. I, I even tweeted about this a few months ago. I have been conditioned to do this because, well, first of all, your mom is a maniac. <laughs> My mom is a maniac. She does that. She fucking, I don't know what it is, if it's a Midwestern mom thing, but... The she stows them away in the oven? Automatically, my mom stows, like, multiple pots and pans in our oven at all times. Your house has some of the most cabinets I've ever seen in the kitchen before. There's storage galore. <laughs> There's, it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. That was the bit in Mitchell Robbins that there were doors everywhere. You could disassemble a Toyota Corolla <laughs> and have enough room in just my cupboards to store the whole Toyota Corolla. Check this one out. Maybe even Honda Odyssey. I'll say it. That's all I'm saying. They got we got Toyota Corubbards col- galore. I couldn't even <laughs> fucking say it. Say? That was a hard one to say. <laughs> oh, were you saying like to- like Corolla to- and cupboards? To- Toyota Corubbards. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's you walk into your kitchen and where you get your plates is just a car door that opens. <laughs> you gotta like crank the window down. You go get a plate and you're like, whip whip. <laughs> <laughs> gotta lock my Toyota Corubbards. <laughs> Um, anyway, we got a lot of cupboards, but cupboards, but I know a lot of people's moms from where I grow up, they will store pots and pans in the oven. And I can't tell you how many goddamn times I've been going to slap a Jack's pizza in there and I go, four twenty-five, and then it goes for a few minutes and I go, hold on, let me check the oven. Oh yeah, now there's fucking molten lava cast iron pans in this bitch. Mm-hmm. She'll store pots and pans with plastic handles in there. I've melted handles off before. Jesus. Why do you do this, moms? Stop doing that. I got another mom one that has to do with pots and pans. I I got a bone to pick with my own mother that doesn't listen to this podcast. Can I just say real quick? I love that this is immediately following up the we love women's (laughs) (laughs) This is that poor timing. This is our own... Moms. Yes. <laughs> Do they count <laughs> <laughs> as women? <laughs> it's my mom, dude. <laughs> um, Tell your story, and then should we call my mom and ask why she keeps pants no, in there? <laughs> no, we don't need to harass your mom on the podcast. She'll call anymore. me another fucking name, probably. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a new meme. Um, so what my mom does that drives me uh, nuts is there's one solid cookie sheet when I'm back home that I use for Jack's Pizza. Tony and I have a system, right? It is the most used cookie sheet, but it is also the biggest. Whenever it gets put away by my mom, she takes every other smaller cookie sheet and puts it under all of them, which means any time that I have to get it, I have to lift up all of these while they're like clanking around and pull it out. I understand it's bigger, but put it somewhere else it's a high traffic cookie sheet anything high traffic in your kitchen should be at the very tippity top of wherever you're gonna grab it should be at the window of your toyota corrupt <laughs> <laughs> it should be the corrupt itself in some places <laughs> yeah that's fuck you always cook a uh your pizzas at home on a cookie sheet though we don't cook it on the cookie sheet we cook it on the rack but then you tony and i got a system i think we've mentioned it before yeah preheat the oven perfect timing then Tony unwraps the pizza, right? Make sure all the pepperoni is aligned. He shows me. I give it the thumbs up. Yes. This is real. Yeah. Um, then I take the pizza. Tony pulls the rack out a little bit. I put it on to make sure it's safe and sound. Pushes it back. Closes it. Then when it's done, I grab some tongs. Tony has the cookie sheet, and I slide it out onto there, and then Tony cuts it. I mean, I can't knock system. I can't knock a guy's system, but I'm going to tell you right now that's really an efficient system. You are. I know what you're going to suggest, yes. and it's that you cut it on the cardboard. Yeah. But I have lived with you, and the crumbs 
factor That's true. on the cardboard is insane. I should clean up those crumbs. No, it's not that you keep leaving them there or anything. I'm just saying I've seen you cut it, and you have to clean up the crumbs because of your system. Yes, you do. I do not. I just have to wash off a pan a little bit. Yeah, that seems like more work, though. It's just the same motion. I know, but also you take you use the tongs to take them out. I use the pizza cutter. That is one less thing to wash. But there's more. It's higher risk. I, I'd rather not ruin my pizza. I have one time in my life fucked up a pizza taking Guess it out what? of the oven. Zero. It's so worth it, though. <laughs> it's so worth it. Also, uh, I need to clean out the oven more, though, because shit spills on the bottom. Mm. I know some people that will, like, cook a frozen pizza, like, on a pan and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I it's get floppy, that. It's though. It's unnecessary. You don't need to do that. Just an extra thing. I'm all about efficiency here. Um, at Bruh Bobby says, my friend thinks that if your dog poops in someone else's yard, I saw this. you don't have to pick it up since it's biodegradable. I say that you always have to pick up after your dog. Please tell him he's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Your friend's fucking wrong. What? Also, fuck your friend for even thinking that. That's insane. Yeah. What? Wait, so it because it's biodegradable, you pick it up on your own lawn, but not another person? I also, if that's his only logic, could I not just come shit in his lawn because it's yeah. biodegradable? Yeah, I just don't understand what his lawn makes it different than everyone else's. I don't get it. So it's like, it's gross enough to take it off your lawn, but then like you're thinking of... Of the environment when your dog is shitting on other people's lawns? Yeah. What the fuck you doing? Also, just coincidentally, last night I watched the episode of Curb where that lady comes. I don't know if you've seen this one. It's like... I, I have, but I've, it's been years since I watched some of the earlier seasons, so... I'm on season eight right now. Okay, it's so yeah. That's right, the Michael J. Fox season, right? I don't know. It's right after the Seinfeld reunion season. It's season seven. I think it is. So yeah, yeah. I just got done with that, and right, now it's yeah, yeah. right onto that. And again, it's like it was just this lady that came by and her dog shit in the yard, and she did it multiple times. And Larry was mad at her. Mm-hmm. And it, again, dude, I can't. Sometimes when I watch Curb, I know that you have to have the stupid people for the situations, but I just get so mad. Oh, I love it because they were doing improv too. It's just extras doing improv. I, I know, it. and it's like I know that this is probably some of the most outrageous versions of these things, mm-hmm. but. That kind of happens someplace, and I'm mad knowing that it happens out there in the world. Well, that's what I love about Curb is that since it's so loosely improv it's like, okay, you get in the mind of the lady that leaves poop, and now think of your best argument and go. Yeah. So it really sounds like how somebody would do it. Yeah, and they look so defensive and stuff like, Larry, why are you getting fucking mad? Yeah, my dad rightfully so argued with... um, a woman in our old neighborhood when we were growing up because we Tony and I had made a pile of leaves that we were playing in. Yeah. And then we went inside for a minute and he watched her walk two of her dogs and they pissed all over the pile of leaves on our front lawn, not even like the communal bit. Hmm. And then, like, just kept walking. And then she would, like, leave poop all everywhere when her dogs would go to the bathroom, too. That's obnoxious. I don't think it was, like, any big argument or something, but he was just like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. So? She's like, what the fuck? Man? Yeah, what a fucker. God damn it. Um... At I made this for Preg One said you're in a stinky bathroom. Is it better to <laughs> <laughs> hold on? Let me get in the headspace. Okay, go ahead. All right, you're in a stinky bathroom. That wasn't real, right? That was a mouth noise. My eyes were closed. Yeah, it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're in a stinky bathroom. Is it better to breathe through your nose, sniffing the shit stank, or in through your mouth where you can't smell anything but can kind of taste the doo doo? Here's the thing. I think. If we're really thinking about it, it's the same, mm-hmm. but nose. I See, I'm the same way. No way I'm breathing in shit mouth. <laughs> and I recognize the logic behind it, too, where it's like, I know I'm not ingesting shit, but I can't get myself over that mental hurdle where it still feels like <gasps> sucking down shit air, though, yep, you know? Yep, I will. I'm a nose breather every time. Mm-hmm. What do you say we open some freaking mail? Let's do it. Guys, we still don't need packages. 
So thank you so much, but let's hold off a little bit. I also haven't been to the post office in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm just anticipating more mail, so we're just trying to hold off there. This one's from Josh D. Ow! Heyo! What is it? I'm ready for kindergarten, the Scholastic PC video game. It's Hugly, right? Is that him? This is Hugly Sleepover. Wait, it's Hugly Sleepover? Wait, is it? Why isn't that called the Hugly Sleepover? Oh, wait, no, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Hugly Sleepover. I yeah! Yes. You got to read the note from Josh. Oh, thank you, Josh. I've been looking for this forever. Gustafer and Eduardo, Gus and Eddie Podcast, quote, the best YouTube videos of the decade, timestamp 2301. After scouring the deep corners of the internet, I finally acquired a copy of Hugly Sleepover just for you. Hopefully you can still play CD-ROM games somehow. Josh D. Oh my god. Wow, Josh, that's cool. Dude, there's another ad for a game in here called, or is it a game or a book? Um, it's Hugly Gets Dressed. <laughs> There's a double I game think, in I here? think it's a book. No, 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 no. It's an ad for the another one. Oh, wait, Hugly is like a franchise? Dude, this is tripping me out just seeing this. I haven't seen this since I was in like the first grade, truthfully. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I, I can't even tell you. I've been scouring the internet for just videos of it. The best I was able to find is just the CD-ROM intro, and I must have watched that ten times. Well, we got to start with Hugly Sleepover when we do this. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, dude. This is dope as hell. This is Thank so you, weird. Josh. Josh D. I used to go to the back of my grandpa's... Uh, oh, mine say. I used to go to the back of my grandpa's basement, and I'd boot up his old laptop, and I'd fire it up and watch the intro, and I'd just play games in the dark all by myself. Dude, something about the point-and-click games when I was younger was... It's just the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, did you ever play Broken Age? What is that? It's, you know, Double Fine? No. Nope. Like, it's the gaming development company. Mm -hmm. They made... It's kind of like... It's a modern one of those kind of point-and-click type adventure things, but Elijah Wood's the main character. Oh, cool. It was... I I just had a really good time with it because it was kind of nostalgic, but but new at the same time. Yeah, it was really it was really cool. That's pretty cool. I played it with, uh, um, damn it, played it with Tony and my buddy Zach. <laughs> <laughs> bingo! If you guys don't know, there's people in the subreddit that play a bingo game for us, mentioning shit we always mention. Here, let me just flood the market. Um, what else do we do? So I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. Um, Tony, can you cut that out? We're going back in time. Business, 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 business. You, you know what was the new meme that I was confused? I, I know I've said the like the the not rich thing like twice. I was maybe confused about that I've too. I've said that like twice ever. And it was a top comment of the new one. It was just like, I'm pretty sure I've only said that like once or twice. Yeah, like, where like it doesn't like bug you, but I was like, wait, I don't remember that. Yeah, I rem I remember saying it once, but it was just weird. Where it was like I, the top comment was like, I wonder if this one Eddie's gonna say this again. And it's like I really don't think I say that that much. I don't remember. Help me, help me. That's the type of the insecurity of having a podcast. Where you're like, do I say that all the time? Here's from Rachel S. Our girl Rachel S. All right, we got a we got a note taped to a bunch of CD ROM, dude. <laughs> what do you got? What is it? Seed soil Fuck sun, you, baby. Dude. Seed don't, soil sun. Don't send me that shit anymore. <laughs> Keep sending us seed soil sun. I want no. as many copies as we can get. Send us knives, Chris not Peterson's seed soil sun. Gonna go to the bank. Um, let's see if your mom lied to everyone else too. Gus, this is from my brother and I. We went to your Phoenix show. The show brought. Uh, ooh, wait, wait. The show brought and the podcast. Bring, oh, brings us closer together. Yeah. From Katie and Austin M. Oh, dude. It's a really nice message, but also a fuck. You shipment here. Dude, the Phoenix show. Thank you for coming, by the way. The Phoenix show was my second favorite show on the whole Oh, I tour. remember you calling me after that one and telling me how well. It's the bomb. I did a double show. Dude, one of the cutest things happened at the scene at the Phoenix show. Uh, Sorry, I just want to remind everyone. Um, there's Thor, Sven, and Hani. 
in a photo, and Gus is not there because he was not cute enough because he has a melon head. This so, is me. That's not you. Look how cute I was. And then I got ugly and dumb. Poser. I suck, dude. All right, sorry, you were saying? Anyway, the Phoenix show, one of the cutest things ever happened. Uh, it was uh, before the show, and I went out to do uh, the, the mic check for the early show, and there was a couple people kind of straggling in the audience. Uh, and there was, like, uh, an adult couple that looked like they were, you know, 40 or 50 or something. And, like, they were just there, and they were, like, giving me, like, a thumbs up and stuff. And I was like, hey, oh, cool, hey, what's up? And I went backstage, and uh, and then one of the club uh workers came back and she goes hey uh there's a uh can I, they got a present for you i was like what's up and they're like, yeah, there's a there's a couple out there that has a present for you and i was like oh okay D- yeah sounds good and and then like they brought the president and uh it was like a bunch of Jaden animation swag like it was oh, like right i forgot about this. it was like a t-shirt and like a keychain and stuff and i was like Okay, cool. And then I and I texted Jaden. I was like, "Hey, uh, someone just from the show just gave me a bunch of your gear." And she goes, "Oh my god, that's my parents." That's so cool. Jaden's parents came to support me at my show. That's so awesome. They were like so wholesome and stuff. Oh, it was really sweet. So thank you, Jaden, and thank you, your parents. <laughs> Here's our from Rachel S. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Your latest episode, as of writing this, the best YouTube videos of the decade. That's not that bad. This is not that late. That's not that late. That's, that's close. Like, that's a month and a half then? Uh, yes. Uh, I knew I needed to try to find some of my old games and stuff. Sorry, no Hugly Sleepover. That's okay. That's all right. But I found Freddy the Fish and uh, some Jumpstart games. Oh! Check it out. What do we got? the third grade one with the fucking dragon. Okay, hold on. Check hold it on. out. What do we got? Okay, I remember... Uh, maybe first grade. I remember a first grade music one. So we got this is so cool. What's where, who's the person? This is Rachel S. And Rachel S. This is her first time ever sending anything to a YouTuber and content creator. Thank Rachel. you, Rachel. Already, this is fucking awesome. You knocked it out of the park. So this is Jumpstart first grade. We got Jumpstart second grade. We got Jumpstart Around the World Deluxe. Look, he's a little astronaut. Whoa. We got Jumpstart third grade. I remember this little robot dude. Oh. And then we got. There it is. Freddy the Fi- or it's Freddy Fish and Luther. Oh yeah, Luther's a sidekick. Uh Water Worries. I never played Water Worries. I'm okay. excited. Whoa! It's a Wild Thornberries game. Oh, I remember collecting the Wild Thornberries bookmarks that you scratch off. Dude, then we got a Rugrats game, Mystery Adventures, featuring the case of the missing pacifier. Well, we're gonna suck that one Dude, dry. These are all great. Rugrats the movie, the game? Whoa. They go to Paris. <laughs> Why do they call it Rugrats the movie, the game? Well, they That's didn't funny. the game. I just said that. <laughs> I want it to be. Um, then we got uh, Arthur's computer adventure. Oh, it's Arthur. Oh, cool. He's scuba diving for some reason. Dude. What's up? What do you got? This is one of my favorite childhood PC games. It's uh, Blue's Birthday from Blue's Clues. Cool. It's they, they uh, if I'm remembering, actually, maybe it's not. I'm, if it's the same one, there's one where they throw a carnival and there's okay. carnival games out in the yard. Either way, this is tied very deeply to my childhood. And thank you, Rachel. This is fucking awesome. Dude, that's rad as hell. And then Activity Center, and it's just uh, the Lion King on it. I'm kind of confused on what this one is, but um, look for these other great titles from Disney Interactive, and then there's other Lion King games. That's pretty rad. Have this you, is fucking do awesome. We, do we now have CD copies of all? Like, Do you have your collection complete of stuff um, that you want to play? So we got Pajama Sam ones, but I think the one that I... L- I don't know if it's well. It was like something, something like uh, it, it's about being afraid of the dark. Is okay, the, the title of it. But um, let me let me look it up. Pajama Sam titles, and then there's like uh, Freddy Fish. I think it's like the 
Case of the Missing Conch is like the one that I played a lot too. That sounds familiar. I don't think I played it. And then there's a Jumpstart, I think fourth grade, where there, it's like a jungle adventure and there's like a dragon flying around. That's and cool. The, yeah. My th- ones that I'm still missing are Elmo's Adventures in Grouchland. I think yeah. it's that. Elmo's Preschool and uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Right. Gotcha. Gotta have that. I before I put in Pajama Sam. I think I remember it. It's. I think it's. There's no need to hide when it's dark outside. Okay. That's my guess. Here's what we got from G. McCormick. That, that is the name of it. Yeah, Pajama Sam, There's No Need to Hide When It's Dark Outside. He goes into his closet into like a mystery dark nighttime world, and Ooh. you have to like escape. That sounds cool. Yeah, dude, I fucking loved it. Dude, look at this. G. McCormick. Whoa. Dude, it's definitely actually going on display here. We got a lot of uh, uh, cross-stitch shit going on yeah, now. Yeah, dude. We got cool stuff. This one says, too great and excellent. That's the most flattering parody <laughs> so far. Congrats on 100K. That's still not that bad. That's yeah. not too late. And then there's just eight lines of nothing, Gunther. <laughs> Thank you, Gunther. Thank you, Gunther. That's fucking rules. All right, well, that's it for mail. That was a great mail sesh, dude. Dude, we're loaded now. I'm going to cut somebody. Oh, shit, I'm going to cut somebody. Or a gem. Dude, that's I wasn't, was I wasn't so close to your next figure. That made me so scared for you. <laughs> um, all right, let's see what we got here. At Felix Stammer says, to what extent is fruit allowed on top of pizza? A pineapple I can understand. I don't know. I like pineapple on pizza. I don't think anybody else does anything else. Can I make a request? Yeah. I, I, love, I love the boys. I love the questions. Some of the simpler food questions maybe should get flushed out a little bit, like... Is a hot dog a sandwich? We're not. We're not doing yeah. that. Also, it's like a lot of you guys. Thank you so much for engaging. But like, we're. I'm purposely skipping the opinion ones because every time there's about like forty percent of them that are like, okay, which is better, Coke or Pepsi? Like my friend thinks Coke, and I was like, it's an opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's an actual disagreement kind of thing like mm-hmm. that, that's cool. Or if you just have a general question. Also, no serious disagreements. I've got a couple of Instagram DMs. They're like, my boyfriend got jealous that I. It's like, nope, I will not get into that. <laughs> At Mr. Johan Salad, if you hold out your hand for a high five and the other person hangs you out to dry, is it weirder for you to high five yourself or just put your hand down? I think you should make a bit out of it no matter what. Okay. So I think high fiving yourself is normal. If you're gonna put your hand down, you do you do like the Michael Sarah uh, Arrested Development, like Charlie Brown said. That's <laughs> like, true. You gotta do. You gotta make some show of it. Like if you miss a handshake, you gotta look at it. At your hand or something. Something to recover rather than just looking around for people to be like, did you see? And I think it works the best, like Eddie said, if you kind of lean into the self-deprecation aspect of yeah. it. Because it doesn't come across as pathetic, I think, because it's an obvious joke. Yeah. If anything, the, the goofier thing to be would probably be like to just high-five yourself and not acknowledge it. But if you really make a bit out of like, huh, oh, God, just another one, just me going solo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As long as you joke about it, it's never going to be weird, I think. Mm-hmm. At Egbert... Every day it says how oh did you ever use the Egberts when you were in school the uh, the question answering thing I don't know what you are talking about I think it's called Egbert Egbert oh wait there's a video game called Egbert it sounds kind of familiar Egbert it was like an answering device Egbert answering device I think it had egg to find out that it has nothing to do with what you're- I know I think it had egg somewhere in the title Fox, there's somebody out there that's screaming 
knowing the answer. I can't remember what it's called, but They're it was like, like Quizlet. <laughs> yeah, it was like some answering device for like really simple like classroom quizzes. Oh, and stuff okay, where yeah, you yeah. Could buzz in. I mm-hmm. think the word egg was in it. Well, I'm, I'll find out in a couple days. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, anyway, at Egbert Everyday says, how heinous of an offense is rushing into an elevator immediately when the door opens, barreling through everyone trying to get off. I wait to make sure no one is on the elevator when I get on. Is this a normal thing to do, or am I weird? Wait, I'm confused on what the initial thing was. How heinous of an offense is rushing into an elevator immediately when the door opens? So he's saying, like, oh. is it bad to, to immediately rush in oh, even if always, people are yeah, getting you out? Yeah, you always need to check if, if yes. there are people there. Yes. Um, Same with buses and stuff. Yeah, you always give a, a second of buffer time so somebody could walk out. That killed me, dude. When I was in school, there used to be the shuttle bus that would go between upper and lower campus, and I had to use it like every day for like a year or two. And every time the bus stopped, there would be students lined up. It would go between like the library and like one of the student centers. Every single time, the students that were lined up would immediately start coming in when kids were getting off. What are you doing? Why? Just fucking give some time. The bus is not going to leave without you. That's what I didn't get is it wasn't even just like a couple of isolated assholes. Oh, that might be a package of mine. I'm going to check it out real quick. Okay. Guys, we have a guest, Mrs. DeRogers. <laughs> I actually watched the, the, the Mr. Rogers movie. It was all right. It was good. The performances were good, but um, I was also really tired. And I'm just feeling time, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not slept in two days. Is it for me or you? It's for you. Whoa. Oh, it's uh, it's the other dumbbell because I, I, I needed a dumbbell and I ordered one and I just was thinking it would come in a set and it didn't at all. It, they came separate. Yeah, it was just a twenty pound one and I just assumed like, oh, it's a twenty pound set that I'm paying for and then it came uh, by itself. So yeah, it's weird. My twenty one pound ones came yesterday, but mm. uh, let's not really focus on it too much. Just kind of get back into it's this. Crazy but. because I got the second one to double stack on one arm. It rolls down. <laughs> <laughs> you just go back and forth with it. Yeah. Um, at Accurate Potato says, if the main members from the Scooby-Doo gang were in a battle royale, who would come out on top? I said Scooby would win. However, my friends chose differently. What are your thoughts on this? I feel like Velma would make a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, very, I believe that really strongly. It came to me immediately. I could see her doing some bullshit okay, like that. Okay, let's say no weapons. No weapons. Fred's killing everyone. Easily, unless Scooby's like rabid and is going for the long game of like bite and get out. You That's know? true. Let's say everyone's their current state. Yes. Um, Fred or Scooby? Fred or Scooby for sure. Um I don't know. I feel like Daphne would like manipulate. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's she just would, Fred. I mean, if she, it's life or death. Not that she's like manipulative. Yeah. But it's like life or death. You know, like she's gonna like pretend to make out with Fred and then stab him in the jaw or something like that. Daphne seduces Scooby. Whoa. <laughs> and then removes his teeth while he's sleeping. Oh, what? I'm just. They asked. Okay. <laughs> Do they? Uh, are Chug Jugs in it? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I am, coincidentally, I'm making a, a Scooby-Doo sketch. Uh, it'll be one of the Comedy Central ones, uh, so that's that's coming out in a little bit. Can you do me a favor and pull up uh, Ninja's tweet from yesterday? Yes, and it's good because it's right here on the recommended shit. I uh, have to talk about this. All right, let's go to Ninja. All right, you mind reading it out? Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. So Ninja tweeted something yesterday, and Ninja tends to sometimes... Just say shit. Like, you remember when he was, uh, if you guys aren't aware, Ninja once said that uh, it's harder to be an esports player than, like, an NFL kicker because yeah. all, all you do is kick. 
And it's like, and he was like, in Fortnite, there's building, there's accuracy, there's showing. It's like, you fucking idiot. What I hate, here's the thing. <laughs> I think Tyler Blevins Ninja, he gets more hate than he deserves. And everyone, like, he's Agreed. he's the face of the cringe of Fortnite and shit. Yeah. And it's like, no. And especially, like, I echoed what people were saying. Like, I think Phil was saying this, like, two or three years ago when ninjas kind of really started rising to prominence. Yeah. And he was saying, like, this seems like a really good face for esports. Yeah. Because he was really calm and cool and collected. And he was going to more traditional interview stuff. And he's been real chill and stuff. But then and it's like, I still think Ninja's probably a good guy. No, yeah, but I don't hate But every once in a while, he says something that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. We're like, what? It's, Shut up! It's always, like, kind of really self-important, too. Yeah, it's, it's, just like, it's so, like, big time, you know? Yeah. Like, well, guys, everyone's fucking complaining about this shit. And, and like, I told Shut you the up. theory off-camera, but you want to read the tweet first? Here's his tweet. The tweet reads like this. The phrase, quote, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, losing imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. You play Fortnite, guy. That's the thing is, like, <laughs> I, I fully believe in esports being, like, a great competition thing. I like esports sometimes. I've never gotten, like, super into it, but I like Smash tournaments. I've occasionally watched, like, a CSGO match with, like, Jakey or Charlie. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, dude, you got to be aware of... That's the thing is Ninja isn't like completely wrong, but he's just unaware of how people are going to read this thing. Yeah. He's a gamer with blue hair. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, it's just a game, then you've lost twice. And it's yeah. like, dude, you, it's Fortnite. You it's know what I mean? It's fucking Fortnite. Like, like, there's real competition and skill that goes into Fortnite. But it is Fortnite still. Exactly. Like there like obviously you can take esports people seriously and stuff, but it is different. This, in a way. I told you off camera, my theory is it seems like the day before, Ninja got invited to this like Adidas Game Changers thing. There was a ton of celebrities and athletes and like really important people there. And he was there representing the gaming community. Mm-hmm. And I think he left that being like I am super, super fucking important. Yes. And he is. He's like the biggest gamer in the world right now. But still, you're the biggest gamer in the world. <laughs> yeah. And it's like not taking away from that. There's just a meme factor that you're never going to escape. Uh-huh. I want gaming to be taken seriously in esports. But I, somebody like Shroud, I respect way more than somebody like Ninja. Because Ninja's just like gamer cringe, dude. Yeah. He makes TikToks that are cringy now. He, he's like really oh, into TikTok. Oh, man. Also... What's with a bunch of creators and like put putting like a phone number out there that you can like text? Oh yeah, what's um, to be gained from that? I don't understand what that is. That is a weird. Th- I remembered seeing some video saying how it's not good. Actually, I heard that like I heard somebody promise that it wasn't predatory for information, but then it's like, then what is this? Four. I don't remember. Yeah, because I saw something negative about it, but I am fully uninformed where I can't even tell you what's bad about it. I think maybe it's like an email listing where like, if you text it once, you'll get text updates for things, and then you can yeah. get it to stop. That makes sense. But also, it's just like, I don't know. You guys follow us on Twitter. I don't need you yeah. to get a text message from me. And it's like, if other creators are doing that, be wary of it. I'd say just look into it at first. I just don't know what it is. I'm just curious. Yeah, we will not do that. We absolutely will not do that. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I would like to hear from just somebody that we know that does it. I don't know of anybody. Phil but does like, it. Oh, Phil does it? Yeah. Oh, well, I should just fucking text him and ask him rather than... Text him at that number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil. <laughs> well, I don't know why the fuck you haven't gotten back to me on this number yet. but uh, I've been texting like important updates to that one the whole time. It's like, you said it was your number, so... Yeah, what the fuck? It's in your bio. I want to look more into it. Yeah, that's just some weird shit. I don't know about that. 
Yeah, I just don't. Again, yeah, I don't. You, know. ain't, you ain't catching me doing that. <laughs> um, I think I had something else to say about Ninja. Oh, it's it's just kind of like. I was debating doing like a video about this, but I don't know if it's really worth it, and I don't really know the angle I'd take. But I I think I've told you before, like just some of the people that you see that really make it big time and immediately turn into that like motivation porn stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm immediately like, <clears throat> yeah, don't you know? Because it's like, and I and again, not to knock the people, it's like you see people like The Rock who seems like the best, or you see people like Kevin Hart who also seems pretty friendly and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like they go there and like they're posting daily videos about just pure inspiration. It's like they're in their like ten million dollar gym. Like, look at this, you can do this. Mm. It's like okay. But no, you can't. Yeah, like, pretty it's much, like, it's you're so lucky to get to there. It's like The Rock is talented as hell. He works his fucking ass off. Kevin Hart, talented as hell, works his fucking ass off. But also, they're some of the luckiest sons of bitches in the whole fucking world. And it just feels weird that kind of misleading where it's just like, look at this, this is you every day. And now I'm Kevin Hart and I'm selling supplements. And this is part of the thing. Yeah, so yeah, if you buy my shit, then also you could be just like Kevin Hart. And it's, it's like, like no. no, though, like. Just sell a T-shirt or something. Yeah, I just get I get weirded out by supplements just all together. Yeah, it's like so you you tell me to put something in my body that's not food. Yeah, and you're just a guy selling it to me. It's no, not but, like a doctor or anything. <laughs> no, but didn't you see me on stage though? I was telling jokes. Yeah, dude, elf brain. <laughs> put this in your body. <laughs> like I don't know about that guy. Oh, do you hear who's coming back? Speaking of funny men, uh, no, Rick Moranis. Really? Oh, we know. Yes. Yeah, it's for the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid like reboot. Yeah, dude. Which that's one where it's like reboot it. I don't care. Yeah, that's I don't care. not special to me. And I watched it a lot as a kid, but I, I actually tried to rewatch it recently, and I was like, Nah, I can't keep watching this. Was it really cringy or weird not? Or? Really, it was just not much. You really? know what I mean? Um, I remember. I think I saw Honey, I Blew Up the Baby more than I did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, just because we had the VHS for it. Yeah, I remember him being in the little baby pocket and this walking around town and stuff. You remember that? Wait, but. But honey, I blew up the baby is when the baby's big. Yeah, and then Rick Moranis is in the pocket. Oh, he, I thought you were saying the baby was in the pocket. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Easy, <laughs> understandable miscommunication here. Kind of thrown me for a loop here, guy. <laughs> I, I don't really know what to tell you. But no, dude. And you know what else I'm hoping is like, two Spaceballs too. I really want to see that. And you can do it because Disney gives a bunch of jokes and Mel Brooks could do like a more of a finale type movie. Not that I want him to die, but he, but like he's Mel Brooks. Read the room here, guy. <laughs> How old Dude, is Mel Brooks? I would love, I got Mel Brooks has got to be like 90 flat at least, right? At least. Mel Brooks is 93. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up and make Spaceballs too. I would love that. There's so many, there's so much material now. Yes. And it's like, you got Rick coming back. Who died though? Was it the dude that plays Han Solo? Or no, he's still around. The Han Solo knockoff guy? Yeah. Um, what the fuck's that guy's name? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Is he alive? Wait, was John Candy the Chewbacca character? Yeah, he was Barf. So yeah, he's definitely uh, not around. Yeah, so, so that fucking sucks. So they just shouldn't do Chewbacca then or yeah, do just, Barf for it. Yeah, just skip Barf. Bill Pullman's alive. I mean, you got Bill Pullman, you got Mel Brooks, you got Rick Moranis. And that's more sh- than enough anyway. Well, also you have a new cast of characters to parody too. That's true. And and the characters in the new movies are supposed to be older, so it's not weird and pathetic. You have two generations worth of new characters. Yeah. Who would be, like, if you had to do Dude. three, thinking prequels and the new shit, who are the three characters that you should pull up well, though? I, th- I still think, because prequels would be too far back, it wouldn't make sense with it. So yeah. I think they would have to do the sequels, but I think it's great with the material for, like, Disney owning it and kind of uh-huh. making it way more corporate. Here's what I would want. Yeah. Um, two, uh, like, com- or I would actually, you know, you know what I would a- really love yeah. is for Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, and John Boyega to just be in it. <sighs> 
Did you hear something in the hallway? Who's hollering? All right, I'm coming. Okay. What the fuck? I don't know. Stay tuned, everybody. Okay. I might get killed. Um, who yelled something in the hallway? Oh, cool. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>